Welcome to Who Picked This Movie's News No One Asked For. I'm your host, Clayton Palmer, and I'm joined by my wife, April. Say hello, April. Hello, April. That's never going to get old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got a lot of news. We're on episode four today. Starting uh, with industry news, uh, there was an eBay auction this past week to benefit the writer's strike. Uh, on eBay, there was probably 40 or 50 items that I saw that popped up, and it was it was a little bit of everything. They had uh, John Lithgow would do a painting of your family dog. Uh, the cast of Bob's Burgers would write a song, write you a song, and they would sing it for you. Uh, dinner with various celebrities. I, I saw um, one of them, David Cross and Bob Odenkirk. Uh, it went for over ten thousand dollars for the dinner. Now I don't know if they fly to you, or if you have to pay for the ticket to fly them, or you have to pay for dinner. Yeah, I, I don't know how that all works out. Um, but for ten grand, you know, somebody needs to pay for something. Uh. <laughs> Oh, to be in that place where somebody would pay ten grand just for your presence. Yeah. What is that life like? Some of them were weird, you know. So some of them would be things from movies like scripts that were signed. Oh, that's um, neat. It might be some props that were in the movies. Uh, the last one I saw that was up, and I stopped watching it uh, probably two hours before it ended, but it was up already up uh, to seventy eight hundred dollars. The last time I looked, it was um, a Zoom meeting with Dan Levy from. Uh, Schitt's Creek. Oh, well worth it. And he would talk to you about everything TV writing oh, is what it said. He's amazing. And I don't know how worth long the, I don't know how long the Zoom meeting would last, but you know, worth it. Yeah. worth every penny. He came to a previous institution that I was at, and he was phenomenal. Yeah, just an incredible person. Yeah. So the other thing uh, that's going on is um, Ryan Reynolds is going to be honored with the Robin Williams Legacy of Laughter Award. Uh, this is going to be done at the 11th Annual Gala for Bring Change to Mind, and the award is going to be presented by Robin Williams' children. Some of the past participants were Billy Crystal, Ben Stiller, uh, Melissa Carthy, and Dan and Eugene Levy. Some of the past recipients? Yeah, what did I say? Participants. Participants, yeah. Uh, well, some of the past recipients. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, a lot of good, a lot of good comedic actors uh, on that list so far well deserved ryan yeah. reynolds is that number one for me if there's a movie with ryan reynolds in it i'm watching it i wonder why well because it's humor <laughs> well you know sure that's the reason he, he's hilarious first of all but i've been a fan of his from the beginning right so right. from van wilder and have watched almost yeah, everything that was his first like real big mm -hmm. movie wasn't it that he has ever been in and he is just he is an amazing actor and a yeah, he's been in a lot of good stuff. Just Friends. I'm just trying to think of Deadpool. I, I can't think of everything he's been in. He's been in a ton. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. So TV news this week. There are a ton of TV shows that are dropping on different networks. The Irrational. Uh, this star is Jesse L. Martin from Rent. He is going to be playing a psychologist. He's a, like, he works in colleges uh, in the TV show, and he is an, also an investigator. Mm. Um, and he'll be helping to solve crimes and, and figure out who did what different reasons why they didn't um, do it college campuses no 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 oh. he, he's a cop like well, he's not a cop he's a he's a psychologist professor oh at a college campus okay, okay, okay. and then he helps the police with some of their work <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> kind of like what was the tv show with jennifer love hewitt where she helped the police she was like a the psychic whisper, or something the ghost whisper, ghost whisper yeah <laughs> something like that her job has nothing to do with the police, but she helps them. <laughs> the new season of Survivor is coming out. Kitchen Nightmares on September 25th. 
This will be the eighth season of that. Is that still with Ramsey? Gordon Ramsey. Yes. 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 I love to hear you talk about your thoughts about Gordon Ramsey and how much you respect him and how what he is doing in Kitchen Nightmares is pretty typical of of a top chef. I just think that's... It, because you are a chef and you live that life, yeah. it's interesting to your perspective and then everybody else, I guess your perspective from a hospitality standpoint and everybody else's perspective who's never lived that life right. knows that he is an, like a top-notch, well-respected, world-renowned chef who is just trying to make that better. Yeah, it, it always baffles me like how... people's feelings. I mean, it doesn't baffle me. I know why kitchens get like that. It's because the owners stop caring. Really? Yeah. The Voice is coming out for season 24. This hasn't been out for 24 years, but they have 24 <laughs> seasons. So I guess they're doing like four seasons a year or Ooh. something like that. Snake Oil is going to have David Spade as a host. It's going to be on Fox uh, September 27th. So they'll have something crazy like... Uh, one person selling a toilet that sings to you and the other person selling a earwax candle. And you got to figure out which one's... Number two is real. The second <laughs> B is real. So there there are such things as earwax candles. Or you... I, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah, there are. I think we bought something like that one time mm-hmm. to pretend to be a gift. <laughs> like a gag gift. No, they're real. They're real. It's okay. real. Talk to my sister. It's real. Hell's Kitchen will return for another season. So again, that's Gordon Ramsay. Uh, Shark Tank, another season. I think Shark Tank is rigged. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. I think it's rigged. I think they make the choice before people come right. on of what they're going to. They're running numbers. Move forward or not move <laughs> forward. I, I I think it's I think it's rigged. Nobody's making that kind of deal on a, right. like a thirty second pitch. We will. We love your cookie dough. Right. Uh, Gen V. Uh, I don't think we uh, gave a date the last last episode. We talked about that on. Uh, that'll be September the 29th. Um, that's the boys spinoff. So that'll be coming out the 29th. Uh, another season of Survivor, uh, The Amazing Race, The Mass Singer. You know, the, I like The Mass Singer yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. I just am not. It fizzled out for me. Like, right. I'm just not interested anymore. Right. I, you know, it was fun in the beginning because they had wholly random people, Batman. And now it's I just not interested. So. Yeah. And a couple of like mainstays the simpsons is going to be on its 35th season uh and i have not watched one episode i don't think i've (laughs) seen past probably season three or four i don't know who watches the simpsons Uh, but i am i have not watched one not one episode of the simpsons and i'm sure i've just gained lots and lots of friends (laughs) (laughs) they they were good when when it came out i don't know how they are now i mean i haven't watched it in it's been out 20, 30 years, and I don't think I've watched since the 90s. I don't know. I've, I've yeah. never watched it. Just was never of interest to me. Uh, Bob's Burgers yes. is going to be uh, on its 14th season on October Now, 1st. I have watched every single episode of yeah. Bob's Burgers. And then Family Guy season 22 is on October Ooh, the 1st. 22. Also. Man. Yeah. It's been a long time since this came out. That is crazy. Movie news. First off, uh, That Thing You Do is going to have a soundtrack final pre-order on Mondo.com. So it's got a lot of stuff that comes with it. Um, A lot of inserts and different things to go with the movies. And it's got like a really good splatter effect for the vinyl. 
Oh, that's um, such a campy movie. I, yeah, and we played the song, the main song from the movie uh, in a band I played in in high school. And it's so campy. I, I'll probably end up getting it. I mean, it's a good movie. The the Yeah, the lead singer for Fountains of Wayne, he did all the music for that movie. Um, I, I believe he rec- wrote all the music for yeah, it. Yeah, I know you're a huge Fountains of Wayne fan. Yeah, so. it's got a lot of good movies. I mean, if you like m- music from like the 60s. It's campy. Yeah, yeah. It's a campy movie. So that'll be on pre-order for like 40 bucks off of Mondo. So Mondo is, if you have not checked out Mondo. Yeah, they got a lot of cool out. stuff on there. And any and everything that you can think of as far as music on top of. Um, well, they put out a lot of good artwork. For, yes, that's for what I was albums say. And, and, and they, they do some toys and other stuff. But the artwork for the albums is the stuff I that agree. I agree. Like. I want to yeah. frame. Uh, you got me the Midnight Mass and I want to frame it. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Yep. I love it. Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, this is going to be directed by Martin Scorsese, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, and Lily Gladstone. Um, I think Lily Gladstone might actually be up. She'll be like the first Indian American uh, woman that might be up for an Oscar for this. Oh my gosh! Um, so it's a pretty big, pretty big movie. But it's it's about the members of the Osage. I want to say this right: the Osage tribe um, being murdered under uh, mysterious circumstances. That's a movie that you would take a half day for and go watch because afterwards, it's a I'm serious sure, movie. I'm it's sure, going to be like there will be blood right, or gangs of New York. Right. I'm sure after that movie, you're, you're going to need you know some ice cream and a hug. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it has to do with them stealing the oil, stealing the oil from the land that the Indians are on. That's I'm, what the basis of the movie is. I'm and, sure it's going to be an incredible movie, but it's going to be an yeah. intense one. And that's going to release on October the twentieth. Lessons in Chemistry, starring Brie Larson. Uh, this is going to be set in the 60s. Uh, her character wants to be a chemist, um, and she ends up getting fired. She's pregnant. She gets left by her husband, I believe, um, and she becomes uh, the host for a cooking show. Uh, a lot of them, what I saw from the trailer, they're going to be like, it's set in the 60s, so there's going to be a lot of like civil rights issues going on in the movie. Uh, not sure how that factors in, but from the trailer, it looks mm-hmm. like that's what's going to be. The Burial, uh, this is a new one starring Jamie Foxx and Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, and this is based on a true story. Fox plays a lawyer who's helping a funeral homeowner stop his business from being taken over by a giant corporation. Tommy Lee Jones plays the funeral director. Jamie Foxx plays uh, the lawyer, and he runs an all-black law firm. And he ends up helping Tommy Lee Jones' character fight this big multi-billion dollar corporation. Mm-hmm. I know there is a there are those kind of things because we have a friend who um, has worked in the funeral mm-hmm. home business mm-hmm. and he's talked about that whole corporate style of that you know going on. Um, I'm just glad to hear that Jamie Lee Fox is Jamie Lee Fox. Yeah, I'm you just did the glad same thing. <laughs> just glad to hear that Jamie Fox is doing better. He right. is want to talk about an incredible everything actor yeah. musician. So yeah, he can do it all. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad to hear. Um, yeah, he's, he's doing back on better. the end. I can't watch. Wait to watch that movie that he's most recently been in. Which one? The one that you want me to watch that I haven't watched yet. Are you talking about They Clone Tyrone? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's been out for a while. Oh, now. sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. I just haven't had a minute to watch it, and so yeah. I know how highly you spoke of the movie and Jamie Foxx in that movie. And I did a review of that, so anybody who hasn't heard it, go back and listen to that. Uh, it's a phenomenal movie. Yeah. The next movie is She Came to Me. Uh, this is starring Peter Dinklage, Anne Hathaway, and Marissa Tomei. Um, it's about a composer. Um, I want to say he composes operas. 
And he's got like this rider block and he ends up sleeping with Marissa Tomei. He's married to Anne Hathaway, but he sleeps with Marissa Tomei like in a one night stand. And then Marissa Tomei like starts stalking him. I think it's meant to be like a dark comedy, uh, the way it looks, but it it looks funny. I'm going to go see it. Uh, That's going to come out on October the 12th. And then last is Drive Away Dolls. This is coming out on February 2024, uh, directed by Ethan Cohen. This stars Margaret Qualley, uh, Geraldine Viswanathan. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Matt Damon and Pedro Pascal. Uh, and also Beanie Feldstein. She's the girl. Most people probably don't know what her name is, but she was in. Uh, she's the girl who gets turned into a vampire in the uh, the things we do in the shadows, the TV show. Yes, she was in Booksmart. And she was in Booksmart. Yes. Yeah, so she's a funny actress. She is wonderful. But she's she plays a police officer in this, and the two girls pick up a car from a car rental place, and it's full of drugs. It was meant to be picked up by somebody else. And they end up coming, I think, to Tampa, Florida. <laughs> oh, so, I'm going to see this movie just yeah. because it's a, a black directed by Ethan Cohen. Yeah, so they end up getting chased by these mafia-type drug people. Uh, so it looks like it's going to be a fun movie. All right, so that leads us to the question of the week this week is, uh, what movie would you like to see made from a cartoon that hasn't been done? So specifically I was looking for like a Saturday morning cartoon we had a, a lot of different answers from people online I put this out on Twitter and on on Facebook I love me some Saturday morning cartoons that that was that was what you did right you got right parents were asleep you got up you got some cereal you parked it in front of the TV that you had to walk up and turn the knob <laughs> yeah and, there, and there's been a lot of movies that have been made from those Saturday morning cartoons we've had Ninja Turtles oh, uh, we've had uh, Masters of the Universe back in the 80s, well, early <gasps> 90s. That was the yeah. That was the best movie. Uh, Power Rangers. I mean, that's a, not a cartoon, but... I was a little older Yeah, that was Power a little Rangers. older, but... I didn't watch that one. You, Inspector Gadget would have been one mm-hmm. of them. You know, you've had Garfield. several out there. Alvin and the Chipmunks, all those. Yep. So we were looking for ones that haven't been done yet. All right, so April, what was your pick? My pick is not a Saturday morning cartoon movie, but definitely up there in the... It's a cartoon. It is a cartoon, but it is in the realm of movies that should have been made into a movie. Like a live action Like a live action movie a, real, a long time ago. My pick was The Last Unicorn. To those of you who don't know um, what this movie is, it was um, released in 1982, had an incredible voice cast with, with Jeff Bridges, Mia Farrow, Angela Lansbury, Alan Arkin, Christopher Lee, uh, directed by Jules Bass and Arthur Rankin Jr., so Arthur Rankin Jr. did all of the stop motion for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Well, both of them did. Bass, yeah. Okay. You know, oh, Bass, Bass and, and Rankin. Rankin. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. So I am not going to go into detail about The Last Unicorn. The name pretty much tells you what the movie is about. But if you haven't seen this movie, go watch this movie. Well, it, what is all, what all is, it, is it involved? So I, it involves magician, magicians, unicorns. An evil king, uh, okay. prince. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful story. It would be a difficult movie to remake, but if if any, you know, if the world is listening and the and then there's a director there who who would take this movie on, you know, not only is there nostalgia for me associated with that movie, but just it's a beautiful movie. The, so it's done right. in the way that, that the cartoon, like The Hobbit, was done. 
uh, 80s, um, you know, artwork. Okay. And so... Um, now, who, who would you suggest that would direct this? So yeah. I think Olivia Wilde would be a great okay. uh, director um, because, you know, what she did with Booksmart and then Don't Worry Darling. And yeah. um, I think she is a phenomenal director and being able to, to help the um, audience see things that mm -hmm. are... I think she's able to help the audience see things. Okay. But I also would put in a plug for Tim Burton. Now, now, yeah. with the the caveat that Tim Burton can't do The Last Unicorn like Batman, yeah. right? <laughs> he has this fun thread in a lot of his films. Well, you know a Tim Burton film when you see it. So I don't know if Correct. he would do a... Like, I don't know if he would do it justice because he would do a Tim Burton movie. But, I mean, it. he could... I mean, he did... Well, I don't know if this, this is an argument or not. He did the Mrs. Pettigrew, Pettigrew, the Peculiar Children. What's it, what's it called? Yeah, that movie was terrible. I hate when people try to fit like seven books into one movie. It it's, doesn't work. I'm just saying he, yeah. he could try. He could do it. I would be willing to see what he could the do. Style, the style would be there, but he would need to. Correct. He would need, this he could do that with and not have to worry about it because it's not seven books. Well, because the corpse brought, you know, I would even be okay with The Last Unicorn being like a stop animation because The Corpse Ride is beautiful. It's a beautifully right, but done this has story. To be, this has to be live oh, action. Well, then, yeah. yes, he could do it, but it would have to be non-Batman-y. And okay. I love the way he did Batman. Now, as far as the, the cast for uh, The Unicorn, uh, when now she turns into a human in the movie. She does. Uh, who would you cast for that? Um, Florence Pugh, um, okay. or Emily Blunt. I think that, um, that they both carry the eloquence yeah. that is required for I think, that role. I think Florence Pugh, it, the emotion that she gives on, um, I mean, when she turned in the movie, the, the last unicorn, when she turns into a human, she kind of freaks out mm -hmm. a little bit and I can imagine her freaking out the way she did in Midsommar. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and it would work well. There's a movie I'll never see again, not yeah. because of Florence, but because the movie is uncomfortable. Yeah. Before I get to mine, I'm going to just mention off. I I said that we had some people respond uh, and on Facebook and on Twitter, and I'm just going to mention the people, uh, friends that we have, uh, people that we know. I had Brandy aside uh, mentioned Bluey. Now I don't know what Bluey is because it's it's a kids show like now, so I don't have much reference for it. So being a live action, I, I think this would still have to be an animated movie. Um, I don't know how you would get people to play dogs or how you would, you know, anthropomorphize <laughs> these animals into th being live action. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know how that would work, but it could. It could. Um, I watched a little bit of one episode. And if you haven't seen it, they have it's an Australian accented cartoon um, and it focuses on a lot of life lessons. I've never seen it because, yeah. I, you know, our small person is not a small person. And so I'm past that time where yeah. we watch small person movies or films or TV yeah. shows. So I, I haven't seen it. Your sister, Amber Crocker, uh, mentioned Coraline. Yes. Now, I think this will be a good live action yes, for sure. I agree um, with that. And, and I thought about the director for this. Like, it's already a dark movie. Guillermo del Toro, like, would be a good director for this if he did it like Pan's Labyrinth. Oh. Like that style. And now another friend of ours, Tom McAbee, he said Turbo Teen. I, I've never watched Turbo Teen. 
Um, I've heard about it before. Uh, it's about a boy who uh, he's out driving his car one night and lightning hits and he ends up driving his car through this lab and there's a ray that shoots off and he bonds with his car and he turns into a car. When when was this cartoon? This was in the 80s. Oh, are we sure? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Either, either late 70s or early 80s. Okay. I've never heard of um, this cartoon. But he can't turn him back into a person until he cools down. Like he gets hot and turns into a car. <laughs> And then he has to cool down and he fights crimes with his friends. While he's a car or yeah, while he's a person? It's a very obscure cartoon. <laughs> um, he also mentioned Carmen Sandiego. And that I think mm-hmm. that would be a really good one. Like I could see somebody like Gal Gadot playing Carmen. Gal Gadot. Uh, Gal Gadot. I'm, I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce yes. it. Gal Gadot. Um, I don't think she cares either. <laughs> uh, you know, they had, a, they had a TV show, like a game show of this. They had a cartoon of it. The cartoon had two, like, I remember they called them gumshoes, the two younger characters chasing Carmen Sandiego. I don't know who I would say would play that, but it would be a good style of movie, kind of like Just Cause or, or what's the movie with um, Laura Croft? Tomb Raider. No. Yeah. I see the blank face. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, so I've never watched if or they, I think if they did it in that style, but I don't know how they would steal landmarks, how, like how you steal the Great Pyramid of Giza, because, <laughs> you know, they would steal all these national monuments right. in the show. So I don't know how they would pull that but off. But if they if action. they did pull it off, they, again, it's like the yeah. last unicorn. They would have a huge following. Yeah. It's like the Barbie movie. Yeah. The, one of the reasons why the Barbie movie was so appealing is because so many people love Barbie. Yeah. And then the last one uh, came from a friend of mine uh, up from Virginia. Uh, his name's Corando Langston. He said, "Courage the cowardly dog." Oh. I think that would be like a really would. good because you could. You could do the people as real people mm-hmm. and you could do the dog kind of like an animated style uh, to where they could play it out. And if you did it like a Goosebumps movie, <laughs> you know, like like the Goosebumps movie mm-hmm. to where you had like, you know, the stuff that scares courage mm-hmm. in the show, I think it would work. That 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 would be a fun that would be a fun movie. Yeah. And 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 the thing about Corundo is like he he's got an eye for stuff like that. He's, he's a really good photographer mm-hmm. and I think he's doing some film stuff. So if you get the chance, go check out his stuff on Instagram and I'll link that on our Facebook page and on our Twitter page, uh, you know, just to plug him out there. He's, he's a good artist, mm-hmm. you know, and, and has a good eye. That would be a good, that would also be a, a good movie, um, to do either way. You could yeah. do it in like a, the stop action or you could do it in the yeah. live yeah. action. So, yep. All right, so we'll get to my pick. Uh, I'm going with Ronin Warriors. Now, this is an anime from the 80s. It didn't come out in the United States until the 90s, but it ran with 39 episodes uh, over two seasons. And what it was was a group of five teenagers, and they become these Ronin Warriors, kind of like samurais. And they're fighting these mystical, like supernatural forces. The, the villain in the, in the show is Talpa, which is like a this evil dead warlord. And then you have the villains that work under him. They're all like Egyptians kind of characters. So like Sekhmet and Anubis. This was before Gundam Wing and Dragon Ball Z. So this was on uh, Adult Swim when it finally came to the U.S. Mm-hmm. I think that for the director for this, I'd like to see Sam Raimi. He did the <gasps> oh, evil dead. Oh, that's a good... And and with the mystical stuff in this, the Japanese mystical stuff, like I think he would be perfect for the director. Fantastic director, and he could he could do this and do it well, and give it the 
the love that it deserves because you're yeah. i'm sure you're not the only fan of this cartoon and yeah, it's, again it's got a following when you do stephen king said when you do a book or a you know cartoon or whatever if you do it well and you stay true to the plot mm -hmm. you have a massive following now now the lead character his name's rio uh and it's rio of the wildfire is what he goes by each character so there's five characters so they all represent um different forces of nature so you have the fire the water so like the captain Earth. planet it's kind of like captain planet <laughs> each person has a different power uh that they control and then you've got like um but not like avatar not like avatar no okay. no they're just they're like they represent those things they don't actually control those oh, things. okay okay yeah the um, little i know of avatar rio i think uh henry golding oh. would be a good pick for his character uh, now he was in um, Crazy Rich Asians. He's also been in, he's been he in was, a lot. Yeah, and then uh, I think for Anubis, Anubis is like not the main villain, but he's like the second main villain, and he's got like a, a redemption kind of arc mm -hmm. in the show. I, I think Adam Driver, uh, <gasps> I would pick him to play yes. Anubis in the show. They they always yell out <laughs> what their like main attack is. And and I think that Adam Driver would be the good pick for that. Just to him to yell out, quake with fear. On top of just Adam Driver as someone who can do yeah. anything. I, I think he can play a villain. I th I think he can play the hero. Yeah. I think Adam Driver, and he has. He has done everything. And he is, again, an, an incredibly talented actor that I'm, I'm just going to watch his career because he's... Right. But I, I think there phenomenal. hasn't been enough uh, of these, like, you know, Japan has a lot of uh, mystical mm -hmm. stories uh, in its history. And so I think anything like that is going to be good. Yeah. And now's the time to do it. Yeah. I feel like we're in a time of creative um, liberties, if right. you will, a time where, um, you know, take take something and mold it and create yeah. it and run with it. I, th I think we're moving past, uh, it's my feeling that we're moving a little past the superhero yeah. phase yeah. of every, what everybody's going to see. And into the and, creative. And we're going to move back into the more creative, mm -hmm. uh, creative movies. Because that's that what's standing out. I mean, my goodness, look at Barbie. Yeah. Who, who could have anticipated Barbie? Yeah, you're going to see a lot of IPOs that are already established mm -hmm. being made mm -hmm. into movies, mm -hmm. for sure. And didn't, didn't Disney at some point, correct me if I'm wrong, say that at this point they're going to um, pause on their... I, I don't think it was Disney. I think it was Paramount. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they said they weren't going to do any new um, animated movies. They were going to just use... Uh, no, Pixar? No, no, it was Paramount, it was Paramount. I oh, okay. Yeah, and they were going to do older IPOs. Okay. Yeah. They just, said, they just said that there wasn't enough money in trying to produce a new movie right now. Or a new idea, mm. um, and and I think there's there's some changeover going to happen mm -hmm. with movie studios. And there's that. this. I mean, look at we are living in a time of nostalgia, and because again, look at how well Stranger Things did. Look at how well Barbie has right. done. Look at how well those film, even Transformers, the very first one, and then I guess the the you know has led into. Yeah. A series and Beast Wars just came out. So I think yeah. the playing on the nostalgia, but doing it well, that's that's the, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the piece of the puzzle you have to get right, because if you don't get that right, it's not going right. to for those people right. who are diehard fans of of this cartoon or The Last Unicorn or 
turbo teen, teen turbo, whatever, teen yeah. turbo teen. Um, <laughs> it, you have to get it right. Yeah. Otherwise, the people who love and have affection for this won't come and see your movie. Right. I, I don't know why Tom picked turbo teen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's such an obscure TV show that, that sounds like Tom. I don't even think it had a full season. <laughs> We love you, Tom. <laughs> All right. Uh, so moving on to this week's movie releases, uh, we've got Dumb Money coming out. Now, this is about the GameStop short squeeze uh, that happened with Wall Street. And if you weren't paying attention two years ago, basically regular people cost all these hedge fund managers like billions of dollars uh, because they were making bets that GameStop was going was gonna to shut down mm. and... Uh, they, these normal, regular people just hiked the price up. And I think it got up to like three or $400 a share at one point. It was down to like five or something. Uh, and so people became millionaires overnight. I'm so glad. I'm so glad because GameStop. Out on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love GameStop. GameStop, I think will eventually, you know, kind of wind its way oh, out. Oh, I hope not. Well, it's one of the last Everything's going few. to streaming now. Ugh, and, I hope not. And um, and digital downloads. So I, I don't think it's got a future. Uh, See, I, okay. So I think it'll be one of those like, hey, there's a there's a historic blockbuster over there. It'll be one of those. Yeah, well, they'll be making a documentary about the last GameStop. Or, oh, or that yeah. they'll have, you'll have one blockbuster and it's, again, like that's, that blockbuster in the, you know, the whole nation. <laughs> right. Now, this this movie stars Paul Dano, um, and he was the Riddler in the new Batman movie. Um, so he's the main character uh, who was, like, urging everybody to do mm-hmm. this short squeeze. But there's way more famous people in this movie. It's, it's like watching a Wes, uh, is it Wes Anderson mm-hmm. movie? Like, everybody in the movie is famous. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got, like, Seth Rogen, Anthony Ramos. Love him. Uh, Nick Offerman. American Ferreira, Sebastian Stan, the list goes on. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is going to be releasing on September the 29th. The Creator uh, is also releasing on the 29th. Now, the IMDb tagline says uh, this, against a backdrop of war between humans and robots with artificial intelligence, a former soldier finds a secret weapon, a robot in the form of a child. Now, I've heard this is probably going to be the best science fiction movie of the year mm. uh, as far as box office sales. It's starring John David Washington. Now, he was in Tenet. If anybody saw that, uh, pretty good movie. And then Gemma Chan, uh, she played Cersei from Eternals. Uh, she was in Don't Worry, Darling. Uh, and then one of your favorites, Crazy Rich Asians. She was Astrid. Yeah, she played Astrid. She's um, done a lot more than that, but yeah, she's done a lot of mm-hmm. those movies. I, these are the movies like that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's done a lot, like more recently. So, mm-hmm. so she's been in a lot of movies. And then the last one uh, is a Hulu release, and this has already came out at the time of this recording. It's No One Will Save You. You've been talking about this movie all week. Yeah, I'm going to watch. We're going to watch. We're going to watch it tonight. Actually, <laughs> um, it's about an exiled, uh, anxiety-ridden homebody of a girl. Uh, and she's gonna she's gonna battle an alien who's found her way into her like home. She lives out in the middle of nowhere. I've heard that there's no dialogue in the movie, but I'm not sure about that. So it'll be like kind of like a quiet place. I've also heard it was like Home Alone with an alien trying to break <laughs> in. Like it's not gonna be funny. Like it looks terrifying. Oh, good. That but sounds like her a setting great up movie traps to watch. and 
all of those kind of things. Oh. Haven't there been positive reviews of this film? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It so. looks really good. We will report on it next week of whether or not April watched it through her fingers or not. (laughs) And then we get to the cult pick of the week. Uh, Now, last week's pick was uh, Psycho Gorman. You got to see quite a bit of this, April. (laughs) I always describe it as Power Rangers on acid. Mm -hmm. That's a great description for that movie. And the little girl cusses a lot. Yeah, the little girl is like the worst monster in the movie. (laughs) She's so hateful. It's 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 a good movie. Uh, it's it's like watching like the the villains in the movie are like the Power Ranger villains, like it's it's the campy costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell their costumes. You know they're not CGI or mm-hmm. anything. Just over the top blood in the movie. But uh, the villains are yeah. not the psycho. It's not the psycho Gorman. It's no. the little girl. Well, she he was a he is a villain. Yes, he's a villain. But and he wants to kill them all. Right. But she controls him with this with this uh, this gym mm-hmm. and bakes him do all kinds of crazy stuff <laughs> in the movie. So definitely go check it out if you haven't already. And then uh, this week's uh, movie uh, for my cult pick of the week is Nothing But Trouble. Now, this is a movie from the 80s. Uh, it stars the, Chevy Chase. A quintessential yes. movie from the 80s, y'all. A lot of people haven't seen this movie. I can't believe it. It's such a it's such a 80s. Everything about yeah. the 80s is in this movie. It's, it's Chevy Chase, Demi Moore, uh, Dan Aykroyd, John Candy. Uh, you you have Digital Underground shows up mm-hmm. in it. So, and, and at the time, they had Tupac in the mm-hmm. band. So he's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just... It's, it's, it reminds me of the Burbs. Yep. Uh, the Only style of the movie, but they're in a junkyard. Plastic and noses and face, yeah, face. There's a courthouse in the junkyard <laughs> in this town called Balkanvania. <laughs> um, it's just a really obscure movie. And talk about campy. John Candy plays several different roles. Dan Aykroyd plays several different roles. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a fun movie. Don't go into it with expectations. Just enjoy it for what it is. And then let us know what you think. If yeah. you've seen it and you love it, tell us that you've seen it and you love it. Yeah. So just reach out to us on Facebook or um, on X now and let us know what you think. Sounds good. All right. That's going to be it for today. Thanks for joining us again on episode four of Who Picked This Movie. We will see you next week. See y'all later. Bye.